to the Insatiable Appetite. I'm Alyssa Chevalier, Senior Consultant on Hartman Retainer Services, and I'm here today with my colleague, Eva Nassiger, who is the Director of Marketing Research and Strategic Insights. Hi, Eva. Hi, Alyssa. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Um, So we have just wrapped up the fielding of a brand new syndicated study, which will be called Modern Eating Approaches. And today we are really excited to share a few of our initial findings from the work. Yep, that's right. Uh, Well, this study will provide a really deep look at how consumers think about eating approaches and how they implement them in their lives. Uh, We're looking at both the overall landscape of eating approaches and specific diets, as well as various features or aspects of a range of select approaches within this landscape. So these specific diets might include, um, for example, intermittent fasting or mindful eating. um, And then also some broader tendencies, such as consumers trying to eat low carb or plant-based foods. Um, In fact, we actually have a whole special section about just plant-based approaches. And then we'll also have a deep dive into consumer understanding of weight and approaches to managing their weight. Yeah, so with all of this, we're getting a really comprehensive understanding of the cultural underpinnings of diet and eating approaches, as well as a look into how these actually play out in consumers' day-to-day lives. Well, and speaking of cultural understanding of diet, one really interesting area that we are trying to get a handle on is how consumers think about the word diet itself and the connotations that it has. Because in the English language, the term diet was originally used to describe the overall way one eats, and it still functions that way. But through many decades of popularized weight loss diets, the term diet has also come to indicate a much more narrowly defined food and drink uh, regimen. Um, In fact, especially when it's used as either a verb or adjective, such as I'm dieting or I'm having a diet soda, uh, the term now typically refers to something that's restrictive and aimed often at weight loss. Um, And because of this strong connotation, we are using three distinct terms that refer to different use cases of the word diet in in this study to make sure that we're clear about these distinctions. So the first is eating approaches or approaches to eating, which are the overall ways consumers eat, whether or not uh, there are specific rules or goals in play for them. And then there is the diet or specific diet, uh, which could be any number of specific restrictive regimens that have rules and goals and often a publicly recognized name. Um, Although, of course, individuals can uh, create their own specific diets and not name these. Um, And the goals of such specific diets often include something like weight loss or longevity or managing a specific illness, sustainability or other reasons. And then the third term is weight management diet, which would then be a specific diet that is aimed specifically at managing, which means typically losing uh, weight. 
Yeah, those distinctions are going to be really helpful. And it's been super interesting speaking with consumers about how they themselves think about and use the word diet and what it means to them. And that's something we we actually explicitly ask consumers to tell us. And I wanted to share with our listeners today a few of uh, the things that we heard, the patterns that we heard, because I think it's really interesting. Um, so some consumers were making this very uh important distinction between diet versus behavior changes. So they were saying diet is something specific that dictates what I can eat, but behavior changes are something more flexible. Uh, and similarly to that, another consumer talked about um, being on a diet versus a lifestyle. And that distinction for that consumer was a diet being something that is really intentional and something that they have to think about. Um, but a lifestyle is when that becomes something that is just a natural part of their day to day and not something that they have to uh, think actively about. Um, and one consumer really emphasized how important it is uh, to them that if you're going to call something a diet, that means that there's a a goal or an intention behind it, um, which I think is really uh, an important distinction. Uh, oftentimes, of course, diet goes along with this, this idea of restriction of what one eats and when and sometimes how one eats. Um, and then some consumers were, went as far as defining a diet specifically as something that is reducing caloric value so you know eating a 2000 calorie diet instead of a 2500 calorie diet um and then other consumers went went so far as, as to say that diets and dieting seem like something that's really drastic to them um and they kind of don't want to use that word to describe what they're doing because it feels like something that's much more um much more dramatic and and involved so Many consumers also, along with these much more specific definitions, do acknowledge that diet can also be that more general term that's just like how someone eats. Um, but they really tend to associate it first and foremost with some kind of restriction or control and typically for that goal of health or weight loss. So more associated with that weight management diet, that third category that we've designed. That's right. That's right. Um, and because of this very strong connotation of control and restriction, the number of consumers who describe their eating approach as a diet is relatively small compared to the number who have some kind of conscious, intentional eating approach, but it's just not as, uh, they don't think about it as so restrictive with the very clear goal. Um, we see a wide range of behaviors among consumers in terms of the degree of attention or intention that they bring to their eating approach. We have consumers who are extremely attentive to every single ingredient and they strictly control, control what they are eating based on some external set of rules or sometimes internal set of rules. Um, all the way to consumers who base their food and beverage choices solely on uh, their taste preferences, often price, um, and then everything in between as well. Yeah, it's such a rich landscape and it's been really fun to start exploring it all in detail with consumers. 
Yes, uh, we're very excited about this study and we're looking forward to sharing our results in uh, the final report that will come out at the end of June. Yeah, that's right. June 30th is the publication date for Modern Approaches to Eating 2022. So please don't hesitate to get in touch with us if you'd like to more learn more. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.